Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange Sorry about that. I just totally butchered that entrance, uh, trying to make the shift over. But hey, Vols are back. We're a little rusty. It's been a week. Maybe. I feel like I, was, I feel like I haven't been here in a while. I feel like I haven't been in the seat in for a while. It's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. <laughs> Ready did to do. Welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, November fourth. It is Maction. I, I just thought about that. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe went. Views might be down tonight due to the action happening. Unless you all came here to hear about some parlays. Unfortunately, my parlay, uh, it's already started, so you can't get in on that. But, it, it, hey, no big deal. I'm excited that. So, see, sports betting's been legalized in Tennessee for th- four days now. Yeah, and however I've long already, I've had the FanDuel app. I've already <laughs> lost slash used my money up. So, it, you yeah. know, it is what it is. I lost that $50 free play on one bet. Mm. <laughs> Worth it. I didn't even get a fifty dollar free play. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got it. You should have been signed up earlier. I mean, yeah. Whose fault is it, really? Theirs. They missed out. Exactly. I, hey, I didn't get addicted because I didn't get a free. Your mic one. on? We on? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, maybe not picking up everything. Um, sorry about that. And uh, but uh, make sure you go. Uh, make sure you go bet the. You're good. You're good. I think it's my volume. Yeah, I think it's my headphones. Okay. Um, make make sure you go uh, bet on Tennessee. I think the odds are pretty good right now so be really upset when they lose on saturday like extra upset yeah or maybe get a win you know pick arkansas and so if arkansas wins then you know you get a win somehow either you get some money or tennessee wins exactly you spend enough on tennessee anyway so it wouldn't hurt to lose a little bit of money on for them to get a win right 100 percent. so how confident are you going into the saturday I mean, I guess you can't be too confident the way we played, but I'm not. I'm not too confident. That's the thing. I'm but not. Uh, what about in in the last season? That makes you feel a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah. So the back half of the season, obviously, you know, the back half of the season gave you so much hope. I mean, obviously, everybody felt good about this season because of the way you finished out the back half of the season. But the way you started this season, you're your refusal to kind of adapt. I mean, the, the JG situation is just a bummer. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying... He it made, puts a damper on the whole team. It's not just one position where you can maybe fix that. That's Right. And and he may give you the best chance to win. We don't know that. He may. Unfortunately. I mean, and that's unfortunate if that's the case. Best practice player, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he may give you the best chance. It's just... It, it's it, it's giving me less hope about the back half of the season. If you're 3-2 and two after five games... And maybe you didn't have a great showing against Arkansas. I'd probably feel better. Or against uh, Kentucky. I'd probably feel better. Uh, but Arkansas, playing with a little fire. I mean, not not that they look fantastic, but they've won two games they weren't supposed to, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, they're they, should, taking, they should beat Auburn. They're taking advantage of turnovers, not just turning the ball over. But I have, I do have some hope. I have some hope. I don't know. After a bye week, you have you have a little bit of hope. It is Arkansas. That's the good news, I guess. Um, you don't have to open up the back half of the season with Florida. Yeah. A&M. Number seven A&M. So, yeah, I mean, I got some hope. I feel good about I feel good about this game because it is a game that you can get back on track with. I'll say that. Got to do it. You, you, you got to do it. And that's that's why our first thing is it's huge for Jeremy Pruitt and, yeah, you know, this whole program. Oh, absolutely. Well, we'll get into that. Absolutely. Um, we, we will get into that. We're going to preview the Arkansas game. Like I said, we've got some team news for you. Going to talk about some recruiting updates. Um, and uh, we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about the SEC and how Gregory Sankey doesn't have a backbone. Um, don't know. You know, he's scared of everybody, I guess. But uh, pretty pretty weak move by the SEC office in Birmingham there. Um, then we're going to talk about some uh, some more SEC in the, in the college football pre- preview this week. Talk about some of those games that are happening around. Bringing on a little special guest for that. You, The people asked, so we brought it. We got it. Yeah. Uh, made it happen. Then we got the NFL power rankings. Talking about some of the games that happened in, in, in the NFL this week and uh, where we rank the teams after that. Then we got a segment, uh, our segments for you. Going to talk about, so tell us now, because I want to know. Saw some, some of y'all's tweets. Tell us now what are the worst rules in sports, what you would change um, if given the opportunity to. If you're the president. And, and I, if I like it, I might even switch it out with my own because that's our Jumbotron. Yeah. So throw them in there. I got one that's maybe. It was said to us on Twitter, but I don't think a lot of people, like, when they think of terrible rules, they think of this one. Okay. So I got one. You, you, hopefully it's interesting. I, I, I have one that, not only is it a terrible rule, I have a way to fix it. I have a way to fix it. So you start with the T. I'm, I'm not just complaining. I, I brought solutions to the table. I like it. I brought solutions to the Came table. Came prepared. Exactly. You ready to get into this episode? Yeah, before I do that, um, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. They are veteran-owned. Blue Water Climate Control is, so go to them for all of your HVAC needs. Let's go. If y'all have any questions, drop them in the chat. I'm on Facebook. Caleb's on Twitter and YouTube. Um, We'd be happy to get to those. We have a couple of those before the show um, that we'll get to soon. Um, So if you have any, we will get to those within the show. So... Stay with us. Yeah. Turn turn on. We have action on. You know, mute it. Listen to Vols and and watch some action. It's a it's an easy watch. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some goat talk already in the chat. Goat talk. Yeah, goat talk. Uh, someone said Landon is the goat. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, Michael uh, Michael Tread. Oh my man. Yeah. There you go. Appreciate it. Got some Appreciate got some goat talk. It. Yeah. It's like it, it. it's it's nice to be. Uh, I'm I'm usually getting oh you're too negative or oh you're not <laughs> negative enough so I. I like a good middle ground, so thank you for calling me the goat. I don't know where you got that, but hey, there I'll you take go. It. Take it when you can get it. Exactly, exactly. Um, okay, let's do it. Arkansas preview. Uh, see, here's a here's the thing I really don't like about Arkansas. Philip Franks, in, in terms of playing Tennessee, Philip Franks. Yeah, it makes you a little bit nervous because uh, we struggle with the man. We have absolutely struggled and. He's he's brought some life back to back to Arkansas on the year. He's uh he's got twelve hundred yards, 11, 10, uh, 11 touchdowns to his three interceptions. He has been sacked fourteen times. I guess is the uh, the positive Tennessee can take from that. You mm. you can get some pressure on him, but he will use his feet. He'll get out of the pocket. And he'll he'll uh, if he, if he can't make a play, he'll at least give himself some time. Um, and then, I mean, but you know, outside we talked about this a little bit last week. Tennessee should be Tennessee's more talented than Arkansas. Oh yeah, you're, you've out recruited them for three years. 
And I mean, you should, I mean, more than that, but since Pruitt's been here, you've out recruited them. Your roster should be a hundred times better than Arkansas's. Yes, correct. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the good thing. They, there is some probably Sam Pittman has been able to use this talent more than Chad Morris was. Oh yeah. Not that it's a ton of talent, but he has been able to use it more than Chad Morris ever was. Well, yeah, he put together a good staff. Barry Odom's a, a good defensive mind, a former head coach. You got Kendall Browse, who's an up and coming offensive mind, and you got a head coach in Sam Pittman that people buy into. People really like Sam Pittman. Yeah. I really like Sam Pittman. Um, I, yeah, now, would he outside be outside of him being a really really weird dude? <laughs> right. Would he have been my first, you know, guy for a head coaching job? No. But I mean, he's making it work, and he's he's gonna he's gonna have them be they're gonna be tough up front. So yeah. the offensive line has, has their struggles, but that just says they are very depleted at offensive line because his offensive line is gonna be good, and they're gonna be able to run the football, and they're getting better at that as the year goes on. I think they had 222 yards last week against Texas A and M, and then 150 against Ole Miss on the ground. So. They're finding their uh, their niche with running the ball, and then you mentioned yeah, Felipe Franks. He just makes plays. Like yeah, he, and they've got good backs too. That, right, that can't. I don't think that should be understated. Rocky Boyd's been good. I think he missed a game or two earlier this year with mm-hmm. some injury. Um, but they've got some good backs. It's it's yeah, the offensive line's good, but they've got they've got a little bit of talent in that backfield. Right. Well, they've got talent in that backfield. And Franks can run. He can make plays with his legs. He obviously can throw it downfield. Tennessee knows that from 2017. Yep. Um. So yeah, he's not going to have wow numbers, but he's an efficient quarterback. I, don't, I think he only has three interceptions on the year, 11 touchdowns. Yep. Yep. He's efficient. No, he, he definitely has. He, he's he's uh, gotten it done for Arkansas. I mean, uh, last year they wouldn't have imagined they were going to win two games in a, in, a 10 SEC, in a 10 SEC game schedule. They've already got two in, in five games, and then they probably should have had three. That will, uh, The SEC office pretty much said they should have beaten Auburn. Right, so should have three wins on the year. Um, they, they definitely got it done for him, and then they've got Traylon Burks, who's, who's done a great job at wide receiver. They've utilized again. They may not have a ton of talent, but they've utilized the talent they've gotten. Yeah, they've done a good job of getting the ball in their playmakers' hands. And everything I've read about them over the past week or so is they play hard for four quarters. Yeah, and that's something Tennessee has not done up to this point. Well, and that's what scares me about Tennessee's offense going against this defense. Someone mentioned it. Uh, Tennessee can be it was it was Michael Tread again. Tennessee can be a totally different team if they establish the run game easier. And then he also mentions taking out JG. Um, I mean, we we run I agree the damn that's ball. Happen. Do run we? the damn ball. Yeah, they've got to establish a run game, and then they've got to do a better job of turnovers. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Uh, you talked about this defense playing hard for four quarters. They 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 create turnovers, um, and then they take advantage of them as a team. If you if you're gonna turn the ball over a lot, they're gonna stay in the game, and then they they may just win it. Yeah. They, again, they're not gonna out talent you, but if you make mistake mistakes, if you make one mistake, they're gonna highlight it and they're gonna take advantage of it. You can't do that against this defense because, like you said, they play hard for four quarters. They've got ten interceptions on the year. Yeah, ten interceptions and and, and, and second three for just three forced fumbles. Uh, they they lead the conference recovers. in turnovers. Yeah, um, but they're second in interceptions. But Mississippi State gifted Kentucky six, and we gifted them three. So that You're was right. nine right there in two games that Kentucky <laughs> got. Um, so they're they're gonna drop eight guys, seven guys, pretty much every single time, and you know force they'll kind of keep everything in front of them. JG's got just got to be patient, 
and got to play a clean football game. If he's forcing throws down the field, they're probably going to be picks. Uh, see, here, here's kind of I'm, I'm going to go on the opposite of that. Run the ball. Run yeah. the ball, run oh, the yeah. ball. And then when you get an opportunity to throw it, take shots. He throws the deep ball better than any other ball on the field. Oh, yeah. And watching Malachi Wadman's highlight tape today, I'm like, not one person is going to go up and catch it over him. Yeah, so I, I'm going a little bit opposite of you. And I understand what you're saying. He, he's um, he, he's not a, a quarterback that can just go out there and, and, and throw bombs for four quarters. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the other, t- the other team in the state of Tennessee, different league in the NFL, and, and look at what Ron Tannehill's been able to do. They, they run the ball with Derrick Henry 30 times a game, and then he uh, he's able to drop back and play action and throw a bomb to A.J. Brown, whoever it may be. Takes pressure off him. Yeah. D- Listen, J.G. can't throw can't throw a, uh, a route over the middle. Just let, I mean, I don't know. I don't have an answer because he shouldn't be off the field. Right. He yeah, field. I, that's when I'm saying push the ball down the field, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much saying like over the middle of the field, you know, those kind of force throws, the one – pick six where that Kentucky linebacker went all the way back without anybody even really trying to get him. Um, but just the, those kind of throws, like, he just does not hit. No, I don't, I don't understand it. And, and that's, again, but it goes back to the point of what we both said just now. Run the ball. Yep. Run the ball. It, I mean, how many teams are going to just out flat out stop you? Two? And you've already played them? Run the ball. Yeah. Run the ball. The, this you should, you one, should dominate them up front. Oh, 100%. This offensive line is still one of the best in the country. Um, they've had some struggles, but like I said, the two teams that were going to give you the most uh, the most trouble, you've already played. Yeah. You've already played, and, and you didn't play great against them. All right, well, move on. Move on. Go do it against Arkansas this week. Um, you had a chance. Jerry Pruitt mentioned it. They, they just got back to the fundamentals. Now, now go do it in the game this week. Yeah, a lot of people were just like, they did not like the comment camp mode. Yeah, 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 and yeah, that might be understandable. <laughs> but what he's saying is like, like what you said. Got back to the basics. Not really like worried about Arkansas because the past three games, the other team really hasn't beat you, right? They've made maybe baited you in mistakes, but like you kind of beat yourself. Well, the last two games that you said, last three games. Sorry. Well. I, I I give Georgia and Alabama the game. I'm really gonna highlight in that. Yeah, you didn't. I mean. You didn't give yourself a chance against Alabama. Oh, yeah. Not that you had much of a chance, but you didn't. I mean, from the get-go, you knew what it was going to be, and you played conservative and just tried to not lose by a ton. Mm-hmm. So, I, outside – but Kentucky, you just flat-out lost the game. Yeah. Flat well, out Georgia, if, if you don't turn the ball over, it's a completely it's a, different it game. It is a very different ball game. Um, you still may lose that game, but like you said, it, it's it, close. It's very You're different. in it until so, the end. Yeah, I mean, it is it, – it, Tennessee's troubles have not been the other team. You're right about that. Right. Because Georgia and Auburn, or Alabama, excuse me, I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, what are you going to do? They've got more talent than you. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do. Um, and then Tennessee's been out coached in those two games. So yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, right so now? I mean, like, going back to ba- worrying about yourself. Fix yourself and then worry about the other team. Because if, if you're beating yourself, there's no reason to <laughs> prepare for another team. If you can't right. get out of your own way, so that that's hundred percent. That's kind of where hundred percent. I hope that is what he's saying. I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying. Um, <laughs> it's also what every single call. You know, that's that is coach speak. One oh yeah, hundred percent. That I mean, not that. And every team does it. Nobody. Yeah, they're they're gonna watch film on Arkansas during the bye week, but they're not really doing install and everything no. like that in, in that first week. There's just no need. No, 
No, it, it, it's definitely. And then the guy, your guys that are injured or just banged up. Your guys that have been playing all season. You're you're one. If you've got a guy like Trey Smith, probably didn't practice a lot last week. Yeah. Um, a guy that you know is uh, you got to keep healthy and who's kind of on the probably on that line every single day. He's probably not going to practice a ton that week. Um, so so a lot of your ones that have been banged up weren't weren't even a part of it. You you got Harrison Bailey more snaps, Brian Mauer more snaps, guys like that. Um, you know, you got he, – he mentioned Brian Eason getting some more snaps at outside linebacker. Bryson Eason. Uh, Bryson Eason, sorry. Uh, Morgan Joseph's now getting um, getting a little bit more looks there too. And uh, so, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to get, like you said, camp mode, or he said, I guess, camp mode, and um, you're just getting back to the basics and some fundamentals and giving some guys some more opportunities. Yep. It, it is what it is. And, I'm not could, – could Tennessee, I guess, prepare harder for Arkansas? Yeah, but you can also only prepare so much for a team. A team that you should beat on paper. <laughs> a team, yeah, a team that when you you look at your playbook, you're you're not having to do like you said a ton of. It. You're not even having to do a ton of install. Right. So there's not. They shouldn't have to. Yeah, do the game a whole plan. Lot. I mean, yeah, we need to be more creative on offense, but like you should go out there and be basic and still beat Arkansas. Yeah, that you out you out talent them. You're you're probably going to be better than them at just about every position. Um, quarterbacks probably unfortunately one of those that you're not. Um, but just just, God, just about every other period. So bad. It does. It does. Like how how is Arkansas able to get a transfer like that, and we can't get anybody? Yeah, I and I mean, would you not take Franks? One hundred percent. I think I said that. I hope I said that when he was transferring. Yeah, I think I was like, let's get Field Franks in here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you. But how's he practice? I guess is the question. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't practice better than JG, well, who who the who freaking knows what would happen? I mean. Right. I, I, I don't understand the situation. Well, I guess let's talk about it. Um, uh, let's talk about the, the JG situation because it's going to come up. It's going to be asked. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get why you ride or die. I mean, I guess he legitimately just... Is it is it the Bruce Pearl approach? Just live by the three, die by the three? You're living by a layup. Dying <laughs> not even a layup. I don't know what it is. Like a half court shot. I, yeah, yeah, probably something. No, I don't even think that. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't have a good comparison because this hasn't ever been. This has never happened in the history of college athletics. It's true. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm not saying. I don't know how much better Harrison Bailey is. I don't know how much better or worse Harrison Bailey is, or how much better or worse Brian Maurer is. I just can't believe it's that much. Right. See, so much so that you won't even give him a chance. I think we can all agree, like, JG is going to be the starter Saturday. Right. How short is his leash, though? It's got to be, like... I mean, if I was the coach, it would be, like, razor-thin leash. I don't think we see another quarterback on Saturday unless it's just... Unless it's a Kentucky day. I don't either. And if JG plays like he did against Alabama... You definitely won't. No, I mean, he... He played pretty decent against Alabama. I think it would have to be another another day similar to Kentucky, and even then, I... I who knows? Right. First drive, he throws a pick. He throws a pick. Is somebody else going in? I highly doubt it. God. But I also hope he doesn't get the opportunity on the – I'd rather go three and out running the freaking ball on Saturday on the first drive than him throwing – I mean, him throwing – obviously, any, you'd rather go three and out any time. I don't know. I. What sucks is he has made some good throws this year. But do they outweigh the negatives? Do they? I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. And, and if – if it's the receivers not being able to get any separation, play some different receivers. You do have, I mean, you have at to play- every at every position. Why are young guys? I hope the bye week was able to get some of those guys more opportunities, 
but we just haven't seen enough of freshmen who Pruitt has been so adamant. He's like, I'll play a freshman. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, his pitch after the Vanderbilt game was, if you want playing time, come here. Well, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. You're not winning with the guys. Stop talking about, like, Morvin Joseph and, and D. Beckwith and T. Hodge and uh, Jimmy Calloway, Malachi Wideman in your press conference if you have no intention of playing them. Yeah, I agree with no that. No one wants to hear about that. No, I agree with that. And I think that's the one thing, I, you know, I'll say that I've kind of been saying the whole time. I think a lot of people think um, that the quarterback's the only problem or the only thing that you should be trying to find some better guys. I don't, I don't think that's the case. You mentioned wide receiver. They, they struggled at least against Kentucky, which I know their secondary is better than they normally are. You mentioned they lead the league in picks. That is a little skewed when you look at Mississippi State and Tennessee's um, day against them. But if they weren't able to get separation at Kentucky, if they weren't able to get separation at Georgia, Try someone else. Yeah, what like if, Malachi if, Wyman did not get in the game. Yeah. If the number two, Alabama. if the number two guy can't do it, then you go back to him. But give the number two guy a chance. Didn't even get in the game. Yeah, it's just, it just especially on a travel roster with sixty six guys. So you go to Georgia, you have sixty six guys. Did it did it expand because of COVID? I could, I don't think so. Okay, so sixty six guys, you take them. I hope you take them with the intention of playing. So if the guy in front of them and getting it done, try someone else out. Yeah. Give him a chance. If anything, say to the guy in front of them, say, hey, there's a guy that we're willing to play behind you. Pick the F up. I mean, it's like, it, yeah, whatever's like, happening, it's Wadman, not getting Get it in, you're running a go route, and JG's <laughs> going to throw it up to you. Is that really that hard? It's not. It's not. And if it doesn't work, was it worse than the play before? I and, don't know. And no one's going to, like I said, no one's going to go up with him and, and come down with the ball. Either he's coming down with it or it's thrown, probably going to be a P.I. You don't know where that ball's getting thrown, though. You never know. Just throw it up. <laughs> I just, I, I think the, I think if the, we got, I think Tennessee's one thing that's, it's not just a quarterback. It's easy to mention the quarterback shortly, shortly, because that, that position is just so highlighted. Mm-hmm. But I think there needs to be more guys on that field to have a short leash. Yeah. Because it, I mean, Pruitt will be the first in the press conference to go, you know, we didn't get, you know, um, Elante Taylor had a busted coverage here. Well, why was he in the next play or the next drop? Yeah. Why does Kenneth George lead the league in dropped interceptions? I mean, you don't put anybody else in. Yeah. So, Warren Burrell, I know, is still on the roster. He started for Bryce Thompson last year. Where's he at? Right. So, I, I think there needs to be at least the uh, the opportunities for some young, younger guys or, or two guys to, to, to see the field. And um, not just at quarterback. I think quarterback is one of those positions. But not just that position. I think it needs to be uh, several positions on the field. Um because the guys that, uh, not that I'm not rooting for them to do well, but right now they're just not getting it done. Right. So, I, I think you can get, like I said, th- this week's the week to get back on track. You play an Arkansas team, you're more talented than them. <clears throat> you had a bye week. This mm. is the week to get back on track. And this week doesn't mean you win this game and you go to A&M and you, you're going to be favored in that game. You're going to have a really good chance in that game. But it gives you a lot more momentum, and momentum is huge. Yeah. It's everything. It is. So gain some momentum this week because if you don't have any against AM, not that it's a guaranteed loss, but I mean that it could be ugly from the get go. That South Carolina, you're able to come in and put a whooping on South Carolina in that must champ curse and it kinda jump started the rest of your season. Oh, it propelled you the rest of the season. Yeah. It was it was it was great. And and you do kind of need a guy like um and I don't know if you have it on this team, like Juwan Jennings that's willing to kind of take over that game and um and and and, and own it. And I don't know if you have that. 
Uh, right now, I mean, I think it'd need to be a guy like Eric Gray that does it, but is he going to be afforded that opportunity? I don't, I don't know. Yep. Can be pass happy. I, th- I think run the ball. And if you have to throw it, then you, like you said, take shots. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, it, make Jalen Hyatt more of a focal point of the offense. Yeah. Jalen Hyatt needs to be given more opportunities too. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. he made, he had what, two catches on Saturday? Yeah. I think just two. And one was a touchdown. And one was almost a touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, get get them the ball. If nothing else, they can run. <laughs> That's separation in itself. Yeah. If they're able to just run right by guys, you know, you're not having to do a lot of technical stuff. Right. Right. That Jalen Hyatt touchdown, too. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I think that's where um kind of shows you what Jim Chaney has in his playbook and what he what he can do. Uh, and then Power T-Tape had a great thread about them setting up that play. Uh, but you saw it from the get-go, the way that, that safety was lined up and by himself with Jalen Hyatt, that he was going to get beat there. And he isn't really, like, that safety had no clue really about Jalen Hyatt. Maybe he thought he was fast, but, like, he hasn't really got an opportunity. So he was just like, oh. Yeah, but you're put over top of that man with that much space, and, and, and he had a lot of area outside the hashes, too, to work. You're, you were going to get beat. Oh, yeah. You were going to get beat. You you can't. Not a lot of people can be mad at that that guy. You you can't. He wasn't going to defend that. Right. That was the, he was beat. He was beat, and it was a, it was a good it was a great play call. Uh, I'm great. sure a lot of that was just like trust that JG was going to make the throw and trust that they're actually going to get it to somebody. Yeah, I mean probably, but it was a great route by Hyatt, great throw by JG, mm-hmm. great play call. I mean, it, it all worked there, and it you know I, I think that's what Jim Chaney has in him, that, and those those kind of play calls and. Um, and it, you know, I think it started with uh, an early pass completion, kind of setting that play up. So I, it's I don't think I've been disappointed in Jim Chaney's play call since the Georgia game, um, but I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think, I mean, Jim, he's still the same guy, right? So yeah, it's we just haven't had a ton of explosive plays. No, we we haven't, and and I, I think, think we have two rushes for over twenty yards this year. And some of that might be a little bit of. Um, don't want to say just entirely inexperienced, but I mean even a guy like Ty Chandler, he's not been a he's never had a breakout year. He's not he's never been a big time playmaker. Um, really, the only I'd say big time playmaker you have on your team right now is Josh Palmer, and that's been where all the explosive plays have come from. Yeah. So yep. yeah, I think it makes sense why it is, but I, I think also some of it is the really conservative play call, especially on first down or uh, second and long. So and not being able to break a tackle, and that too, <laughs> at least from your running backs. Right. So. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got for the Arkansas game. I think Tennessee needs to just uh, find um, find a way to keep running the ball. I, I think – Yeah, they're 12th in rushing defense in the conference. Oh, run it down their freaking throats. Yeah. Run it down their throats. If, again, kind of like Georgia because, um, you know, yeah, Georgia was really good at it, but if, if they stop you what you're really good at, you stand up and shake their hand. Yeah. So, they, if they stop you what you're good at, you, you stand up and shake your hand. But – Tennessee's definitely got to find a way to to get more playmakers the ball. The fact that Brandon Johnson is probably your only true um, explosive play Brandon John Brandon, uh, Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. I mean Brandon Johnson could be a playmaker. We thought three years ago when he made his first catch, yeah. um, but just hadn't hadn't turned out to be that. Josh Palmer though, if he's your only true explosive playmaker, that that's going to be some trouble. Sure, he should be a explosive playmaker, um, but shouldn't be the only explosive playmaker. Right. So. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I think Tennessee rebounds. I think they rebound. This is the turning point last year. Um, I think they're giving that week off. I think they had some highlights, uh, you know, or had some some moments. I'm not even gonna call them highlights. Had some moments against Alabama, 
maybe gave a little bit of glimmer of hope to that offense. I think they bounce back here. Um, I think you I think you rush for quite a bit of yards, and I think you have one or two explosive plays in the passing game, whether they result in touchdowns or not. I think they're going to be uh, crucial to the, the direction of the game. You think this is low scoring? You, I want to say yes. I don't know what the over-under is at. Oh, I don't know. Either. I'm going to say <laughs> it is under 54 points. So not very high, no. Yeah. Um, but Maybe. I don't know what it's at. So Like 30 to 20, something? Something like that, yep. I, I don't think it's an incredibly high-scoring game, but I think there's plenty of points. Um, <laughs> and you know what? what is scary and I don't like is uh, Arkansas may have a defensive touchdown if Tennessee doesn't get the – doesn't get the turnover situation figured out. Oh, and and not just the offense. The defense needs to get some turnovers too. Defense needs to get some turnovers. I mean, good God, that's crucial. That is crucial. I'm and Pruitt has voiced his frustration with that too. Just we just got to get turnovers. Yeah, and you mentioned um, Kenneth George has dropped a couple opportunities. Tennessee's had chances to yeah. to get turnovers. It just hasn't happened for right. whatever reason. Yeah. So. Uh, the over-under is at 52 and a half. I was close. I said 54, right? So, yeah, I think that's probably about right. I think that's probably about right. All right. Are we doing our uh, position matchups? How are we doing this this week? Are we skipping it? Are we just going score <clears throat> predictions? Yeah, we can, we can go position. Ma- I mean, probably every position but quarterback, right? Yeah, that's, that's okay, what well, I have. Let's skip it then. Yeah. Let's skip it. Just Tennessee should beat them. Um, Aub- or Arkansas is favored percentage-wise. The matchup predictor on ESPN, the power index. Okay. Tennessee is a one and a half point favorite on the road. So favored a little bit by Vegas. Like look at last year, baby. <laughs> like that turnaround. I mean, yeah, they're they're just gonna have to be more creative. I mean, offensively and defensively. I just don't like we just we can't bring pressure. It's hard for us to bring pressure because we can't just bring it with four guys. And if you do, then you're leaving somebody open. And it's usually in the middle of the field, and that's where we're getting toasted to. Yeah, and I don't think it's so much. I mean, creative, yes. But I I don't even think it's so much of like, I'm not looking for anything wild. I don't think Jim Chaney is going to go away from so much of how he runs his off. I I just think there can be some things that you can confuse the defense. Um, You can move guys around pre-snap. Uh, you can get in some different formations and some different looks to give them some trouble. Um, use use motions to get get the ball in your wide receiver's hands and Jalen Hyatt and Velas Jones Jr.'s hand if they're not able to get it in the passing game. Yeah, I think you got to find more more creative ways to get them the ball. I don't think you need to go and do all these crazy things with your offense. I just think you need to find a better ways, more efficient ways to get the guys on your offense the ball. I don't think it's I don't think it's anything crazy you need to do. I'd like to see a couple wrinkles, like maybe a. Just put Brian Maurer in the game and let him maybe run the read option. Or, yeah, it, or Jimmy Holiday. Or... Jimmy Holiday, you have a quarterback on your roster that runs a four. Let's call it three to be fair. I think he's been clocked at a four-two. Let's call it a four-three. And he can th- he can throw the ball at least well enough to do it in high school. It at least gives him that threat. He may not, you know, he's not going to go out there and sit back in the pocket and chuck it, but at least gives him a threat. Yeah. Give him a chance. Or, or, or put D-Beck with... Listed at 6'4", 220 pounds at running back and be like, oh, man, we got to come up in the box a little bit. You know, just just throw a little bit of things in there to make them respect that offense. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, yeah. And see what happens. You know, if it goes for a three-yard gain, I mean, 
you probably was going to get that anyway. So yeah, and, and and I think one thing to to be a little bit more creative, it allows Arkansas not to just load the box. Yeah. Um. So so be a little bit more creative. Uh, Sven, is that how you say it? He said, "You guys are on the right way. Give Pruitt some time." I don't I mean I think Tennessee. I think everybody. I think even t- the Tennessee fans that are a little fed up right now. I think are still willing to give Pruitt some time. I think even though that this year it's been disappointing, I think everybody's still willing to give Pruitt some time. He said, "You'll beat Arkansas if you run the ball and and win the O line battle." Yeah, hundred percent agree. We should. Agree. You should. You should. If, if you win that battle, you should win the game. Yep. Shouldn't be a problem. All right. Predictions. What do you got? So, I think this game is huge because I think a lot of people are going to be out on Pruitt if you don't show any kind of improvement or yeah. any kind oh, of yeah. sign I, of life. I definitely agree with program. that. I definitely agree with that. But we know we also, I think Tennessee fans understand he won't be fired. So, it's, it, it's no. hard to be entirely out on him. But, yeah, you're going to get – a lot of people that are disinterested and then equals angriness because they don't want to be disinterested um, in the program. So yeah. Then they're probably going to be, they've been out on JG, but they're probably going to be out on Chaney and probably be out on, on Peru as well. So got to get this fan base back in it. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to do so after a bye week, you've kind of let things settle. Now yep. it's time to time get to, get to work. Yep. Get after it. What do you got for score prediction? Score prediction. I got 31. 23. Okay. Tennessee. Okay. I'm going to go. I, I, I'm on that same pace. I'll go a little bit. I'll go 20. Uh, let's call it 28. Let's go 28 20. Okay. One, one possession game. Um, I think it may. I think the scoreboard may look. If Tennessee runs the ball, assuming they do what we mentioned to win the game, um, I think it may look closer on the scoreboard than it is. If Tennessee can just run the ball real well, control possession of the game. Um, control the pace of the game, which Arkansas will try to do stuff similar stuff when they have the ball, I think, and unless they just get turnovers and really try to push the pace. I think that'll be similar. Um, but I think Tennessee hopefully uh, uh, tries to control the pace of the game, and and, and then obviously you can't have turnovers. But 28-20, Tennessee. Yep. But Rested, we'll healthy. Yeah. Got to get in the 30s. Absolutely. All right. Team news. Team news. So, uh, this. yeah, Jeremy Pruitt mentioned a little bit of, about this. So, Key Lawrence moves to the star position. Yeah. We see a lot of him this week. We um, see any of him this I week. think you see some of them. I think uh, hopefully hopefully you see some some of them. I think this goes back to what we talked about with, uh, with um, excuse me. The young guys. Just, I think Pruitt's hopefully, he, he says it all the time. Play freshman, play other guys. You know, he talks about it. Hopefully he does it. That star position has not done a lot of great, good things for you this year. Doesn't hurt to try. Uh, so you need to find someone else. I, I think you see him this week. I don't know how much, but I think you see some of them. Yeah. Yep. Key Lawrence, he's young, but he's. I think he's a more athletic. He's bigger he's, and he's fast than Sean Chamberger. So yeah, I would definitely like to see him on the field. Bryson Easton, you mentioned out, outside linebacker. Um, hopefully, you see some of him. Get some of that pass rush going. Get some fresh guys in there. Um, get after a quarterback. I mean, man, we just don't get sacks. I mean, Mac yeah. Jones had all day. Yeah. Oh no. All yeah. day. There wasn't much pressure. Uh, I think was it Toto mentioned uh, the defensive line's playing with a little bit more energy. Hopefully, Pruitt can do that. But I don't know. Yep. We'll, we'll see. see. To be determined. We'll um, and then he said Pat Garland um, has moved the inside linebacker from safety. Um, he was a walk on um, last year and earned a scholarship. And uh, he said Morvin Joseph is playing outside linebacker and inside linebacker. So getting. A little bit of a look at both of those. I'd like to see him a little bit more in the game. I guess yeah. it's just all the young guys. 
I and I guess that's every year you just want to see freshmen because that means, you know, they're going to be good when they're juniors and seniors. But right. I just think there is so much talent in that class to not to just have them sit on the sidelines when you're struggling. Yeah. I, if, I if your veterans are going out there and you know destroying teams, it's one thing. But if more opportunities, that's where I'm going with it. <laughs> um, and then he mentioned need more depth at running back. Yes. Yeah, well, you need more size in that depth. In that depth, right? Back. I mean, so I don't know how healthy they've been, but T. He mentioned T. Hodge and D. Beckwith again. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. Play them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Play them. Let, let's see what they. Even Jabari Small looks like he can break a tackle more than Eric Gray, Ty Chandler. He'll at least run over somebody. Yeah, he's gotten a couple chances this year. Maybe, maybe see some more. Yeah. Hopefully, see some more in the back. I like what I've season. seen from him. Um, and he, he mentioned Lenith Whitehead. Um, got a shoulder injury last week. Um, done for the season. He'll have surgery and be back for the spring. It's unfortunate. Yep. Sucks to see that. Um, and then, I, yeah, I, I have a lot of people are just mad about back to the basics. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Who? I mean. And they released a depth chart. Don't look at the depth chart. It means nothing. It's, yeah. it's barely changed. Right, it, it has. I mean, it, it, it still has Bailey listed as fourth, right. even though he's probably second. Or third. Yeah. Or third, probably. Yeah, behind Maurer. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Don't don't look too much into it. It just sucks to still, still see that guy as your starter. So, <laughs> yeah. I, don't blame, I don't blame people being upset about that. I don't. I don't at all. Right. Um, And, and again, I, I understand it is more... Playing quarterback is more about make more than just about making throws. I get that, but it's just it, it, it's it it's not good in my eyes. It's not good that he's your best option. Yeah, and if he's getting everybody lined up, that's great for those eight plays. But the ninth play of the drive, he's throwing a pick. It ruins your whole drive, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's it, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate to say the least. Yep, it's unfortunate. All right. Anything else for team news or recruiting? You got recruiting updates. Recruiting updates, yes. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of this too on that Tennessee. It's rough on the recruiting trail right now, guys. We have a top ten recruiting class and twenty six commits right now. It's not tough. <laughs> We've missed out on Amarius Mims and Tyrion Ingram Dawkins to Georgia, a team that beat us, a team that'll be a college football playoff contender. I mean, yeah, you'd like to see Tennessee compete with some of those, but, but the, I mean, they, they it's have, not they have with some guys, but yeah, those we miss on two. And, oh man, it, we're struggling recruiting. That's not, that's not the end of the world. Yeah, that's not the end. Of the you world. still got tons of guys: Nylon Green, um, Tawan Malone, uh, Malone, Tyon Evans. You know, they'd like to get back in this class, so you you have some guys still there. Um, and, and Jeremy Pruitt, this staff does a great job recruiting in the month of December. Right. Um, if you remember, a couple years ago, we got we signed Wanya Morris, Darnell Wright, Henry Toto, and Kavaris Crouch after we got our ass whooped by Vanderbilt <laughs> at Vanderbilt. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not going to be out on um, Pruitt until the, in terms of recruiting, until the the class is signed. I'm not going to be out yeah. on the 2021 class or anything. You got to talk to, and a lot of those guys are going to fill holes. Right. And, and let's be realistic. Tennessee's got to recruit better than they have of in recent history. But we shouldn't expect it. We shouldn't expect it to be a top five class, right? With with what you're put down with, with right now. Yeah, exactly. Now 
you better keep it in the top, you know, you better keep it in the top 10, top 12. Um, but that still puts you seventh in the SEC, sixth in the SEC. So you've got to beat some teams you're not supposed to during the year. Get, That's get where some, development comes in. Get some guys in on board so, you know, that next year you can start signing that top eight class, top top five class. Mm-hmm. somewhere in there because that's the only way you're gonna be able to compete with the teams and if you want to keep the guys you got in this class you got to win games yeah it's a process it's a process yep um someone mentioned why I don't, I don't, it went away so i don't i don't know who it was mentioned why would a top qb want to come to tennessee with uh Pruitt sticking with jg i mean i think right now if all signs point to jg returning i don't know why he wouldn't at this point i don't disagree now the good thing is you have caden salter who doesn't look like he's gonna decommit or leave at the moment so that's a good i news. think he's enrolling in january yeah so that, that i mean that's a good news as far as that goes but I, I i understand i would understand a qb not wanting to come here right now yeah i'd get it so i, I just don't see jg coming back next year i mean it doesn't make sense i guess but where else is he what else is he gonna do to fly I, like mark Nagy, it's a free year of college man do it why not right. <laughs> but but then like i don't know I don't, yeah, Pruitt seems to be married to JG, so maybe he just wants him back. I, I just don't see, from a from a player standpoint, after everything you've been through at the University of Tennessee, why the heck would you want to go through it another year? Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right. Do you want to get Chad on here? It's, he's been waiting for a minute. Yeah. He's, he's been waiting for a minute. We can even get his, uh, we can get, I bet he's got some takes for us on the, <laughs> The, the Florida SEC issue. So, um, he may not even know what happened. Sometimes he lives in a different world. Chad, are you with me? I'm here. What's up, boys? What's up, man? Chaz. Chazmanian devil. How's it going? Hey, you got any money on the Maction tonight? Uh, is water wet? <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this. Got... We're, we're going we're gonna to talk some college football. All right, so let me let me ask you this though before we get into games, picks, and all that, what do you think about SEC? The SEC only fining uh, Dan Mullen twenty five thousand dollars. He pretty much incited a fight on the field in front of everyone. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like, if you want my completely non biased opinion, I think we should ban Dan Mullen from the SEC. And I think that we should – it would be a real shame if Dan Mullen was not allowed to coach in the last game of the year, whoever they may play. Um, that would just be a real shame, and I'd be very disappointed to see that happen. That I, I could care less about the money. Dan Mullen isn't fine personally, so, you know. <laughs> Fair, you're right. It's, I think it would be a shame if he went out there like a moron he is and just got dropped by a Missouri player. (laughs) That would have been a real shame. I would have hated to see that. Absolutely. You you don't want to see violence. I don't don't cheer for violence. (laughs) Um, But but how is wearing a mask wrong worse than not wearing a mask and running to midfield and instigating a fight? I don't don't understand. So what what state... This, this, I think it only you'd only see it in high school football. So tell me, what state would it be? Number one state to happen in, where a head coach starts a fight at midfield, and then comes out of the tunnel Texas. and pumps up the crowd. Chad said Texas. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> see, I think you got to go more redneck than that. I think it's got to be Mississippi, Alabama. 
where a head coach is like getting mom and dad Buddy fired Stevens up. does that every week <laughs> in junior college. <laughs> what about Buddy Garrity? Something he'd do. Buddy Garrity would be in on that action. You're absolutely coach, right. Coach Taylor, Coach Taylor out at midfield dropping gloves with somebody. <laughs> Clear eyes, baby. Clear eyes. All right. <laughs> but but for for real, like oh, we're saying what on this. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, the SEC literally punished. It's COVID, man. Cade Mays and Joey Gatewood a game for one to transfer in conference, but like players are only suspended for half a game. Oh, there's zero consistency. That that's what I'm saying. Like Greg Sankey, you're making yourself look like a moron. <laughs> I mean. Most people already thought you were, but you're just giving them the satisfaction. They're like, oh, I was right. I just don't get it. I still don't think they take the cake for biggest stooge of the year compared to Rob Manfred, but the SEC is getting close. I'll give them that. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Manfred did say what this weekend. He said every World Series should uh, should be a neutral site. Good God. <laughs> Phil Fulmer would punch the, him the around best, the nose for saying something like that. The the best the best visual we got out of MLB this year was the world champions celebrating on the field with Ma, Rob Manfred looking like a robot and then immediately after everyone's like, Oh hey, everyone might have COVID because that one dude with the beard <laughs> I don't remember his name, but it, it was just, it's just a hilarious visual seeing the entire, it, it just, it, it's very symbolic of their, how their entire season went. Yeah, no, the, the MLB, um, definitely kind of ate one. Well, I, I just love the fact about that, that they pulled him out in the eighth inning. Like he hadn't played an entire game with potentially having COVID, but can't play the last inning. Yeah. But then he can come out and celebrate and kiss the the trophy. <laughs> also, is they, they got mad that he was kissing his wife. Like, they're not going to be doing a lot more later. Anyways, oh, yeah. especially the 14 I mean, she, days yeah. they're going to be in quarantine. Yeah, she's going to get it. But <laughs> Justin Turner didn't have to give I mean, it to everybody. The entire Florida team kisses Dan Mullen's wife. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that, that – do you think – so, poor, poor Dan's Mullen, Dan Mullen's wife, she's not even mad about the $25,000 fine. She's mad that she can't kiss the players this year. <laughs> oh, she still does. It's just not like <laughs> it's not on video. The COVID man. It, it's COVID. it's within the tunnel. It's exactly. not outside the tunnel. <laughs> you think that's yeah? You you think they'll uh, you think they'll lose that that December game to Tennessee when it's all cold and she can't you know she can't kiss them. That that good luck charm won't be there. I don't know. We, we got to take away those like no cameras beyond this point. Yeah. signs. We got to take them out just so. She's not able to, to kiss him on television. All right, Chad, tell me this. You got any favorite picks this week for uh, college football? Betting's live. Betting's, betting's legal now in the state of Tennessee. FanDuel, DraftKings, MGM, whatever they are. Nobody, y'all can sponsor this show, and then I'll start I'll start dropping some some links or whatever. Um, but pick your, some promo pick your, codes. Yeah, pick your poison at exactly. the moment. So, so tell me your, your favorite picks this week, um, even though you're, you'll probably lose them to me, but, but tell, tell me your favorite. <laughs> Easy, easy. Actually, I need a Venmo you right now. Um, <laughs> What's your lock, Chad? I need, I need to know your lock. My, my pick of the weekend. I've been riding the. I've been riding against this team 
all all season. The Dallas Cowboys. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl. No, I'm joking. Uh, my pick of the weekend is Pittsburgh at Florida State. Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Florida State is a dumpster fire. That's fair. And Pittsburgh did well against uh, – who was it? I don't have it in front of me. But they did well against one team that was good. I don't remember who. But, Florida State beat UNC. Uh, I got Pittsburgh that at Florida State. That didn't take into account? It's a fluke. <laughs> it's a, no, no, I'm not factoring that in, into account. It was a fluke. Well, it's a fluke that North UNC Carolina was, was better. ever ranked number five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not even a fluke. Just I the thought. fact that like, half the teams weren't playing then. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it is. it has been really weird this season seeing, like, random teams ranked, like, 18th. And you're like, what? Why is Navy or why is Army ranked like 18th? Run like two plays. And Cincinnati's ranked sixth, and everybody's in now. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, think it, like Butch like, oh, yeah, would have them number one like by now. Com- we're missing like three conferences. <laughs> no, everybody's back this week. Pac-12 is back, so you get to After pick some Pac-12 games. Uh, over under 85. Hmm, that's a big <laughs> decision. <laughs> Mike Leach isn't in the league anymore. Easy, yeah. easy. <laughs> All right, so let's let's start off with some SEC games. So we just talked about Tennessee, Arkansas. Who are you picking in that game? Tennessee's a one and a half point favorite. Who who do you got? Uh, I thought uh, I'll take Tennessee one and by one and a half. I think we're we're bad. We're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that know? comment will like, come back to bite you on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm gonna replay that for Chad, you. Chad, why did you have to? I'm say sure that? it will. Yeah, I'm I'll gonna... eat shit all day long. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. We're gonna find you like a good nickname. Chad. I'll clip that. It's Chad Vaughn. Chadbot? Chadbot. It's the, the Twitter handle. What do you mean? All right. Uh, then we've got Austin, the SEC. Number eight, Florida. Verse. Are they playing in Jacksonville? Where are they playing? Yeah, they are. They are playing in Jacksonville? Are they letting everybody in? Talk to the world's party. largest COVID party? Yeah. No Perfect. Doubt. Yeah. Uh, verse number With five, Dan, Georgia. Featuring Dan Mullen's wife. <laughs> Just tonguing people before they come out of the <laughs> Oh, <tongue>. man. <laughs> I do not like that adjective. <laughs> Georgia's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Dan Mullen's wife's going to be swimming around that pool. Oh, I, I meant her, not adjective. I'm more it, whatever. It, yeah. it was very descriptive. It was. An adjective. Gross. <laughs> um, is only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't, know if I'd be, I don't know if I'd be willing to bet the spread here. I am taking Georgia, though, to win that game. I don't know. I just really don't know. I, think I, I would have bet on that game, but I just can't. Florida, I think Florida will cover, though. You think Florida covers, Georgia wins? I mean, it's, yeah. it's certainly possible. Florida's off. The thing that scares me about it all is Florida's offense is explosive, and Stetson Bennett is not that great. Stetson Bennett, yeah, I mean, yeah, that I don't know how else to say it. I'm not willing to call him garbage, but he's not good. I, I think Florida wins. Okay, Chad takes Georgia. Is that what he said? I don't love it, but uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I take I just take Florida with the with the point. I don't know about. Winning the game. Who's going to win? But I, I think Florida will at least keep it within three and a half. I'll tell you what I made bet. The over-under is only 52 and a half. I don't think Georgia's defense is that good to hold Florida to under 35 points or 30 points. I think it's right at 30. So, yeah, I think probably. the over overhits. Good news. Ring the bell of the overhits. <laughs> next up. Hey, hey, next up. I, this, this, one's, this one's hilarious to me. Vanderbilt versus Mississippi State. The over/under is only forty-six and a half, but Mississippi State's a nineteen-point favorite. 
I think Vanderbilt yeah, covers. Yeah, this is a weird game. I it, the question is 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 Mississippi State going to score forty five points or not? And because Vanderbilt's not putting up any, the so. answers yet. Yeah, Vanderbilt's going to be gifted seven points from a turnover or something, right? Yeah. Don't, and I think Mississippi State luck their way into something. Mississippi State hasn't scored over thirty four this season, but it's Vanderbilt. Ooh, hell of a stat, Lando. <laughs> so 34, 14, 2, 14, and 0 are their total scores this season. Mike they scored Lee, 2 baby. against Kentucky. They're not that good. <laughs> I didn't say they're good, but they're playing Vanderbilt, guys. I know, but still, I just, good <laughs> God. They're terrible. Who'd they get shut out by? Alabama. <laughs> no surprise there. Uh, you think? But they only scored. They only scored fourteen on Arkansas. If we score fourteen on Arkansas, fire everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I agree. I love that. Yeah. Like everybody was like, "Oh yeah, we should have hired Mike Leach," and now he's zero and four in his last four games since that. I, I I'm shocked. Hey, y'all remember yeah. when? Y- y'all remember when at the beginning of the season when for some reason we extended. It another two years, and then everyone was like, "Hey, why are we doing that? We we're still not really like completely bought in on this guy." And then, in uh, without a doubt, inevitably, we are we're sitting where we are, and everyone's like, "Yeah." I, my point is like, who now. who are you gonna get? <laughs> I, I'd like to be abundantly clear. Tennessee was going to go eight and two before they extended Pruitt's contract. Oh yeah, they jinxed themselves. Let's be clear about that. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no that's argument. why everybody's mad. Damn it, Bernice. Exactly. <laughs> like, why put, why put yourself in a situation I'll never understand? Listen. We do it to ourselves. Make it where there's nowhere to go but up, okay? Sink that sink that ship to the bottom and bring it right back up. That's all I'm saying. Maybe that's Leach's, Leach's, that's Leach's plan at Mississippi State. That's exactly what it is. Landon, if JG comes back for another year, I will personally go find him before every game on the on campus and handcuff him to a radiator and make sure he does not make it to the game. <laughs> Why does it have to be a radiator? Because no one will know where to I find don't know. him. You always see people. You know, yeah, because when's the last time you saw a radiator? <laughs> Good lord. That's I that I don't, I don't hate that's it. That's a self don't you shouldn't admit to that kind of thing on we're live, Chad. Wasn't <laughs> 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 me. Yeah. Uh number seven A and M versus South Carolina. I'm gonna this do it now just because Chad already admitted it. Yeah, anyway. yeah, you can blame it on him. So so this one's interesting. A and M ten point favorite over South Carolina. I think A and M wins. Do they cover ten points? I highly doubt it. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. And A I mean I think A&M's found a way for their offense to work, but it's not, they're not going to, it's their run game. Yeah. Spiller. Isaiah Spiller. Yep. Exactly. Tell us, Chad, what what do you got here? I don't know. I I think Texas A&M will pull out the win for sure, but I mean, that's no surprise, but. I think it comes down to quarterback play and Colin Hill is just not as good as Kellen Bond. No. Yeah. No. Not a chance. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on anything in this. It's one of those uh, games. Staying away. No idea. Staying away. Fold. Well, I yeah. should have stayed away from this freaking Western Michigan Akron game. They're up. What was it? Thirty to thirteen. About to be the half. I freaking hate the Mac. I hate the Mac. 
I hate who decided to put the Mac on on a weekday. <laughs> I wouldn't even bet on it if it was on a Saturday. This is stupid. Wait, you picked thing. Akron? Who'd you have? Hell yeah, I picked Michigan? Akron. To cover? Yeah. Oh, picked, okay. Oh, yeah, I picked Akron to cover. It was like three and a half, wasn't it? No, it's 20 and a half. <laughs> oh, no, no, I picked Akron money on then. I picked Akron money on. Oh, Wait, my God. <laughs> who was the favorite? Who was the favorite? I picked Western Michigan. Oh, then I picked Western Michigan money line. I picked whoever the favorite was money line. Okay, yeah, you're good. Yeah, we're fine then. I was pissed off for the. I've been pissed <laughs> off for the last 15 minutes. I thought you were going to punch me. <laughs> I've been angry. All right, Miami. Not Miami that's playing tonight. Um, University of Miami. Uh, VU. They're playing NC State. Ten and a half point favorites. I've got Miami covering this game. I do. I, I believe Miami. I don't believe him. I know you don't. But, I, I, sorry, I believe in Miami when they play terrible ACC teams. Okay. I should say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's what I should say. I should clarify. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I'll back that take up. They're, they're not going to beat Clemson. No. They're not going to beat Clemson, but they'll beat the te- they'll beat the piss out of the terrible teams. No doubt. I don't know. Boston I mean, College put up a fight against Clemson. Hey. The U isn't back, but they're, they're, they're like baby back. <laughs> you going Texas on me? <laughs> oh God! Hey Chad, I uh, I know you'll like this take. So you mentioned Landon just mentioned Boston College, um, and how they they almost upset Clemson yeah. last week. Does that just prove that every program's an elite quarterback away, or a quarterback away from being elite? I it wasn't really him. Well, Boston College kind of had two quarterbacks because. Tessator's son was that <laughs> was that kicker, and he was the quarterback in college. So I mean, that's he didn't even take a snap. So. <laughs> Hard count, baby. It's tough. To yeah. do. It's tough. It's tough to do. Yeah, no, my point is though, is Clemson. You know, Clemson's. I mean, they have a five star, but you know, there's a difference between a five star and Trevor Lawrence. But he there's was a difference. I, I I'm just saying. I don't know. I think every every team is one elite is one quarterback away from being elite. That's all I'm saying. In Tennessee, I think. I mean, I'm Trevor Lawrence. I have Clemson covering against Notre Dame. I think Notre that's Dame. true for pros, but I don't know about that for uh, college. Get but out of here. It, it's a hot take, okay, people? <laughs> God, just ride with it's me. It's a dumb take. No, it's I hot. It. I, I, I hate it. I'm not going to dissect your take and make sure that I destroy it. I, I'll, I'll respect it and let it be. I just yeah, I respect it. I just think you're more. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Chad would get on board with me. That's why I mentioned it. I thought Chad would rob with me. All right, let's move on then. This one, this game I like a lot. Number nine, BYU uh, versus 20, number 21, Boise State. BYU, just a three to three and a half point favorite, depending on what what uh, what sports book you're using. I've got BYU covering by a lot. I do too, just night. because this is Boise State's first game, right? Oh, is it? I'm, no, it's not. They haven't played very – they've played two games. Sorry. Regardless, BYU's good. They're good, yeah. That is better than a three-point favorite over Boise State. Zach Wilson, baby. <laughs> is he Johnny Manziel? Boise State beat. He's probably third in the Heisman right now. You think? Is he really? You think? I th- I'm, Matt Alabama J- has two. Well, yeah, Alabama has two Heisman. I, I guess maybe quarterback. <laughs> if you're just going quarterback, yeah, he's probably three. Mac Jones and um, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's fair. I guess he's not gonna win. But <laughs> hey, uh, Chad, since you're an offensive lineman, let me ask you this. Should a running back even be allowed to win the Heisman, or should the whole all five offensive linemen? Yeah, I think they should get their names on the award. Yeah, just at least like pencil it in on the back. 
yeah. <laughs> on the back, on the I'm bottom really where no one sees it. Yeah, it's truly yeah, the unspoken. That's the most offensive line place you could put. You could put <laughs> our name on the Heisman Trophy on the bottom where no one sees it. Yeah. So, oh, so I guess people probably don't know this. Uh, am I gonna am I gonna dox you if I say this? Um, that you block for Ty Chandler? You think that's gonna that, will that dox you? Nah, I don't care. I know you're riding out the anonymous yeah, I did thing. Block for Ty. Uh, so so Chad block Chad bought here block for Ty for Ty Chandler was he a guy was he the, the guy in the newspaper that was like giving that gave credit to the offensive line every week? Uh, <laughs> no, but that was because Ty just literally didn't say anything. Uh, okay, that makes or, sense. were you all just he's that? The most quiet human. He's the most quiet human. I've, I've watched a lot of high school football. Though, so like, here's my question: Did was he a guy that had to break a tackle in the backfield every single time? Um, there were several times when <laughs> I looked up and I'm like, oh my God, we blocked awful that play. And somehow Ty still managed to get like six yards. And I was like, I don't know how he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Football, that's how. That th- Those are my favorite plays, yeah. especially in high school football. And I'm really hoping a running back one day just comes out and he's like, man, if my offensive line was good, I would have had 350 yards and six <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's what I need. Bad. All right, next up, number twenty-three, Michigan, who lost last week to a terrible Michigan State team. Uh, versus number thirteen, Indiana. Michigan's a three and a half point favorite. Not buying that crap. I'm not saying they'll lose, but I'm not buying they're a three and a half point favorite. Yeah. I, I I I'm I'm with you on 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 a, Chad's probably gonna stay away from this one, so I'll just uh, I'll, I'll say it for him. Staying away from betting on that game, but I am taking Michigan to win. If if we had to pick a winner, oh yeah, I agree. Gun to your head. Gun to your well, head. my my deciding factor, and I will be waiting until uh, the scouting report comes out. But it depends on if Jim Harbaugh is wearing cleats or not for this game, <laughs> because he did not wear cleats last week and they lost. Mm. So uh, if he wears cleats, I have I have a firm belief that he will win. Superstitious. So I like it. I'm Does... waiting. I'm I'm gonna wait this one out. Does he wear cleats with the Dockers? That's not uh, yeah. way to he wear cleats. Wears cleats cleat, right? with the Dockers on the sideline. He doesn't even wear golf shoes. It's it's like football cleats. Oh, it's it's it's, it's football cleats. So Butch Jones or Derek Dooley, maybe both, used to wear uh, golf shoes on the sideline. Foot toys. I hate both. <laughs> I think they were Adidas, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it matters. That's how bad we were. <laughs> I, just, I love it. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you knew yeah, Derek Dooley wasn't going to wear, like, uh, cleats because he didn't even recruit an offensive lineman, so he's definitely not going to wear lineman cleats over there. <laughs> he didn't even have to order them Did that y'all year. see the story a while ago where the offensive lineman that plays for the Titans uh, played at Georgia? Uh, he's a rookie in the NFL right now. I don't remember his name off the top of my Is head. Isaiah Wilson? But he, he chose – he chose not to go to Michigan because Jim Harbaugh came over to his house uh, for the official visit, or no, for the in-home visit, sorry. And Jim Harbaugh wore cleats to the guy's house and refused to take them off. He was just walking around on these guys' hardwood floors, <laughs> click-clacking around. <laughs> He's oh, like, you hear that? That's my a- mom would have punted that man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound our cleats will make in the tunnel before we run out. <laughs> and I would have never went to Michigan anyway because it's cold up there and 
playing in the cold is for the birds. <laughs> that, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> well, I I think you could make the argument that birds literally fly away from the cold. You you're right. <laughs> Chad's Chad's right about that. It's not for the birds. They go south for the winter. So they agree with me. <laughs> yes. The birds agree with me. Yeah. Screw screw the the cold. Except maybe the eagles. It's kind of cold in Philly. Yeah, yeah. The those those are the only birds. But then they fly south for the playoffs and lose to <laughs> Dallas. So. And the Seahawks. Yeah, why are cold teams <laughs> birds? I mean, it's, I, don't, I can't answer this question <laughs> if I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm going to take this as a rhetorical and move on to number 18 SMU versus Temple. I, I'm a guy that pounds the over. This, this over-under is at 62 and a half. Where are we going here, Chad? Uh, SMU Temple, is that what you said? Yeah, pound the over. Just say it. Uh, yeah, pound the over. 62 and a half. I'm rooting for points. That once, once the, once the total Tennessee hits like 60, the, it, or anything like kind of close to that, Vegas is kind of just like, I don't know, man. Just, <laughs> we, we have no idea. We're just getting up there, you know? Oh, here's like, the thing. If I can't watch good football, I'm rooting for points. Yeah, that makes it interesting. Exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. Pound the over in those games. I love. Imagine to see watching it. bad football and rooting for them not to score. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be cheering for the under. I'm a man of honor. That's why every. That's why people actually Fantastic. tune in to be toward the bet the under. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Arizona State versus number are they number twenty? South Carolina. Or South Carolina, Southern Cal, USC, USC. I, I wrote it down. And confused <laughs> no, the me. real USC. The the real one. That yeah. Um, Arizona State though playing USC, ten and a half points. I guess they don't believe in Herm Edwards. Herm. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> He's old enough to run for president. <laughs> is seventy the minimum age now? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've got USC winning this one, but I would not take them to cover. Not a chance. Dang, Herm Edwards is 66. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought about it, too. <laughs> um, I I'm, I'm going to go USC. USC? I've got an Arizona State hat now, so I'm pretty much a fan. USC, USC, USC. Who do you got, Chad? You got Herm? Yeah, I'll take USC for my pick. I don't know how I don't know about the points or over under. Yeah, standard. I don't know. I couldn't name a player on either of these teams, to be honest, so <laughs> All right, I've got I've got three more games college football I want to run through. Um real quick, get your thoughts. Kansas, Oklahoma. Go ahead. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma pounding the over. They're thirty point favorites. Ooh. The over under is at sixty three and a half. Oh, I'm taking that. Yeah, I'm taking the over for sure. Would you take Oklahoma to, yeah, no, to I'll, cover? I'll That's the question. Over. No. If it was last year, I, I think yes, Kansas but I don't so think this year. How is Kansas so bad? Les Miles is. I mean, it's I, mean I know they don't have any players, but Les Miles is a good coach. I like the guy. <laughs> He's a good He's guy. A good football guy. He's losing his mind from hey. all the grass he eats. <laughs> hey, I was wrong. Oklahoma's a 38-point <laughs> favorite. Yeah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, I I mean Kansas guys. I don't think you understand. Kansas is bad. They are bad. K- 
Kansas is sorry. Kansas is terrible. They are. They lost to Coastal Carolina in their first game of the season. Coastal Carolina scored forty on them. They're good. Coastal Carolina is. Well, Coastal the Carolina was ranked, weren't they? They are ranked. They're undefeated. I think what we need to be at. Hey, Chad, do you know if it's the shots? The Chanticleers? He has no clue. There's he might no. know. Or the Chanticleers. The mascot for Coastal Carolina? Yeah, yeah. No, yes. I don't know. I didn't even <laughs> know that was their mascot. I don't know what it means. I just know how to. Shots. I also don't know how to pronounce it. So. Shots. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Next up, you've got Oklahoma State. Who's uh has officially turned in the Big 12's bid for the college football playoff? They said we don't want it. No, thank it's you. Over. Um, versus Kansas State, they are twelve and a half point favorites. I take Oklahoma State. I'm not willing to yeah willing to take them cover. They regroup. I got Gundy. Yeah. You got Oklahoma State. Yeah, I got Oklahoma State. Maybe even with the points. Hey, do you do you think Texas is back though after last week? Actually, I have a question about that. Okay. What do you think, Chad? Um, I don't know. Are they ranked? Uh, yeah, they're 22nd. They beat, they beat an undefeated Oklahoma State team. I think that's worth mentioning. So, Raging Iguana asks. Yeah, definitely worth mentioning. <laughs> think Arkansas is as big for Prue as Oklahoma State was for Herman last week. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean, if if it was, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing: Pruitt has way more to lose by losing to Oklahoma. If Tom Herman had lost Oklahoma State, he loses to number six, right. undefeated team. Right. So I don't think it's comparable. Right. I, yeah. I, I just I, I think this game is much more imp- important. Maybe like no, no, no. It's just a, it's just a can't lose game. Right. Whereas Texas could have lost that, and no one cares. But is it? Does this help? Like, no. If you beat if you beat Arkansas, you should have beat Arkansas. It doesn't matter. You, wait, what? If you beat Arkansas, you beat them. It's, a, it's nothing else. Cool. Congratulations. Move on. Yeah, we're favored. We're favored, and they were big underdogs. Whereas See, Texas, you think it's bigger for who? I just don't think it's comparable. Oh, okay. Because Tom Herman could have like you go out there with nothing to lose, whereas Tennessee's got like it's not a must win. But it's a game you you need to win, like you in terms of because I, th- I think it's a must win. Ah, because of I mean I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying because of this year, I don't think it's a must win. Yeah, I mean you're, you're not going to be fired, but it's right. a it's a must win to salvage the rest of your season. Yeah, that's why I say like I, that's why I'm I'm trying to differentiate that from a what you would normally call a must win. Okay, gotcha. But have yeah, any college t- coaches been been fired yet? No, I don't. I mean. I think outside of like a Zach Smith type scandal, I don't know if any coaches will be. No, I don't like so. it, it, you've got to be caught on camera snorting cocaine or um, like beating beating a kid or something to to get fired this year. I think. Well, it has happened before. Caleb, so <laughs> let's I, tune in. I'm not okay. willing to say it's not going to happen. I'm just saying I think you could go zero and ten and be accused of snorting cocaine and keep your job, but you could go ten and zero and get caught on camera and you'd get fired. That's all I'm saying. Yep. That's yeah, it. This, I, it's I not going to be because of the, the football like, year. 
Right. What were you saying about yeah, Kiffin? Lane Kiffin said it best. He said something like, hey, you've got to make sure all your kids pass all their classes and make sure they go to all their classes during a pandemic, handle all of the pandemic regulations and stuff, not get fined, and go out there and beat Alabama. Like, <laughs> that's asking so much for coaches this year. And if you uh, complain about the officials in a press conference, you get fined five more thousand than somebody who instigates a fight. At no, I think, I think it was the same. I think it was the same price tag. I think they were both twenty five thousand. Okay, somebody. I think they were both. Okay, still. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> and then do it's so dumb. Live on, do math live on Twitter of how many pennies that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then just keep. You just keep on, like, you're wrong, but you keep on just replying to that same tweet so everybody knows you're wrong three times. <laughs> and, and another... <laughs> Those guys don't even know how much money they're making. They no. have no idea. Especially in pennies. They have no clue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just, just just tell Lane Kiffin when you hire him next, we'll pay you 250,000 pennies a year to coach this team. He would eat that up. He'd love that. He'd be like, I'm deal. Yeah, like, I'm yeah that's a deal. <laughs> you could have paid. He's me like, I don't want to lose money. John Gruden. <laughs> Tell John Gruden we'll we'll pay you one million pennies per quarter oh, of he'd, he'd love the it. year. Yeah. That. And he'd be like, I don't know, man. How much is that? <laughs> is that your John Gruden impression? Yeah, you're a lot better than that. Uh, here's the thing. So we, we talk about how those guys shouldn't be paid as much as they are. I think you should only be allowed to offer college football coaches their contracts in penny amounts. And if they're smart enough to figure it out, they get the millions of dollars. And if they're not, they're not. It is what it is. Yeah. You got to have your own personal account. The SEC would to, save to a whole that. bunch of money. Exactly. I think Tennessee would be paying Pruitt <laughs> a lot less. And then, what, he, what asparagus was until he was well into his 20s. And then the extension is also in pennies. That that You know what? That is a good point, though. Pruitt may know exactly how many pennies that is because he did. He was a high school football coach at times who probably paid for, like, his coffee in pennies at, at Weigel's. So that might be a dangerous game to play. He looks more play. of a pilot guy. <laughs> he, it might be a dangerous <laughs> game to play with him. It might be. He's a pilot on the on the strip kind of guy. Exactly. Hey, I got one more game I want you to pick just because I want to make fun of Gregory Schiano. Um, Ohio State versus Rutgers. Is it 37 so or 38? I, I don't need, I couldn't even find a line for it. I think it um, is. So I'm taking Rutgers in this game. What about you? Me? <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw, I'll, throw, I'll, throw, I'll throw some money down on Rutgers. See what happens. Hey, hey let's get crazy in here. Let's get wild. I think it's possible. It's pandemic here, man. Ohio, Ohio State, Ohio State's favored by thirty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Justin Fields still has to get tested for COVID tomorrow. You never know. Nobody on Rutgers is going to test positive. They all got it in. Yeah, they're still in, in there June. with within three months. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're still in the clear. Shiano played the long game. That's all I'm saying. Played the long game. They're going to be they're, <laughs> what they are ball eligible, but they're going to be screwed when it's when that three months is up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so uh, speaking of COVID, what about that article that I don't think is true? I haven't done the research that I think it was WBR said that Tennessee basketball players had chips implanted in them. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you tell on yourself? I don't think that's true. I don't. Yeah, there's no way that's true. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't even, I think apparently they're only wearing them like. During practice. Which doesn't make sense. 
Wouldn't you know who they're around at yeah, practice? There's no way that's true. Yeah. I think they, they're wearing they them they all the time. Bracelets. I don't think. It... They they they'd have to go bracelets and like. I don't even know if that's legal. I mean, I mean, See? yeah, they're not dogs. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. Le- I'm not saying it's legal, but they're gonna know every player that goes to. This phone also knows everything about me, so it's like right. I'm pretty much carrying around something that traces me everywhere I go. Every time you exactly. walk into like uptown or something, it just like the alarm goes off on it. <laughs> Get the f out. <laughs> <laughs> good lord yeah no i thought that was funny i loved watching reading all the facebook comments about it it was it was a fun game i played all right <clears throat> nfl power rankings um chad i, I want to ask you before we so we do five did landon tell you we do five no you guys told me nothing about the nfl <laughs> <laughs> all right well you get to pick the nfl blindly let's see how so this goes. we'll see we'll see where you put the titans all right so um Landon, Landon will go first. Tell us your number one, uh, and then uh, we'll do a snake draft type thing. So I'll, I'll go uh, last, and then I'll tell you my number two first. Okay. So number one, I got the Chiefs. Makes sense. Easy. Easy. They're just the best team in the NFL. Who you got, Chad? Except when they play the Raiders, and the Raiders play a perfect game. <laughs> when is that? When are the Raiders going to play a perfect game? When they beat the Chiefs. Uh, the time that they played the Chiefs. And <laughs> Wasn't it? Who do you got at number one, Chad? That's what I want to know. Who you got? I still think Chiefs are probably the best team, but, um, I, I yeah, they're, they're just so much. Patrick Mahomes is so much fun to watch. Oh, he's electric. Side on, baby. <laughs> I love that the Cowboys quarterback did that. Every quarterback does that. Yeah. But, like, it's only, like, magnified when... It's only Patrick hilarious when it happens to the Cowboys. Chad, did you pick a number one team yet? Yeah, you picked the Chiefs. Okay. You didn't make it clear. No, he wasn't You're like, clear. I think they're the best team, but... <laughs> I've got the oh. Chiefs, too. I've got the Chiefs I at thought... number one. Okay. Who you got number uh, two? Number two, I got Seattle. Still riding that, that Seahawks wave. Chad, who you got? I, I got the Steelers coming in at number two. Big Ben... There's about 300. There's there's a there's a bunch of fans in Pittsburgh right now that would sacrifice their own elbow for Big Ben to get back in his groove. I think that's a possibility. But that if someone Big may. Ben picks it back up, they're they're yeah. If Big Ben picks it back up, they're they're going to be tough to stop in the It's AFC. just Tommy John surgery, so it's cool. <clears throat> I, I think it's possible that someone will have to sacrifice something, a body part for Big Ben, soon. If they yeah. if they if he wants to finish play the whole season or play, and didn't he have like a ton of kids? Is that right? <laughs> that's, I was gonna make a joke. That's no, that's not Phil Rivers. Rivers. That's Phil Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, he's got a ton of kids. Um, number I two, I got the Steelers. Got yeah, they're about the same. Well, you know, one, I don't know if I can make well, that joke. One, one did it within the confines of the law. The other oh, ones out man. here just. Oh man! Dude, no, no, we we'll stay away from that. No, no. Steelers number two, number three. I got the Seahawks. Chad, who you got? Yeah, I'll go Seahawks three. I got the Steelers at three. Okay, yeah. Four, four. Wow, four. I know four. I know that this one right here is a hot take. I know it is, but I've got faith in their in their quarterback, and I got faith in the rest of their season. That's Tampa Bay. 
Chad, who you got? Four. Um, what? Yeah, I'll go Tampa Bay four. Tampa, Tampa Bay four. I also have Tampa Bay at four. Okay, so not as hot, not as hot of a take as I thought no, it would be. No, okay, it's not, it's not scorching. It's lukewarm. Yeah, it, is. it is. It's a very normal take. Um, number five, I got the Bills. Bills Mafia, baby. <laughs> okay. No. Beat beat Bill Belichick once. You yeah. getting Landon, you getting Landon's oh yeah top five. Jazz. My turn. Uh, I got Titans at five for sure. You got to pick it. They made moves. They got they beat by. Moves they made the, moves. Uh, they it's NFL power rankings after this week. It's not <laughs> what they might do this week. Yeah, come on, man. We're not projecting. No, they, this is like this is the rankings. Oh, so we're going, we're time traveling back in time and ranking them before the free agency moves? Yeah, sure. That No, no, they lost this week. <laughs> they got beat by the Bengals. <laughs> who, their entire starting offensive line was out. Come on, Chad. Let, let's, I want to hear you rant about the Titans, not pick them up. <laughs> Put them down, baby. No, I Be love upset. my Titans. Were you not mad this Sunday? I lost a parlay. That would have paid out $600. I only had the Titans money line. They didn't have to cover. They just had to win, baby, win. That's stupid. To the Bengals? And you're going to pick them at number five. Joe Burrow, man. Yeah. Dang, that's the most disappointing. This is the most disappointing I've ever been in you. For what he's got. I like Joe Burrow. Big Burrow guy. Burrow, coincidentally, is a big matching guy. So, big fan. All right, number five, though. I've got Baltimore still. I'm still believing them. Uh, Their losses have come to good teams, so I'm not willing to just – unlike the Titans. Yeah. I want to, man. I I do like the – I like the um, getting rid of Vic Beasley. He just wasn't giving you anything. And I like the Desmond King pick. Pick up. Not pick. I think that's that's good for that second because that secondary looked like trash on Sunday. Yeah, trash. Yeah. Well, it's the worst third down defense in the league. Mm. That's a stat. I don't know if it's true, but it seems like it. <laughs> that's yeah, my take. How do you yeah. how do you not get that much pressure on like Joe? It's basically just Joe Burrow back there behind like five tackling dummies. Like they don't actually move. And, and, and we didn't get pressure on him, and we have Jadavian yeah, exactly. Clowney. Like, See, I think it was worse than uh, tackling dummies. I don't think they had an – it seemed like kind of backyard football, like the five Mississippi rule. They just had to count to five before they could go and still failed to get to him. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it yeah, looked like – Yeah, they had that one guy that was <laughs> like, Mississippi, two, Mississippi, three, Mississippi, four, Mississippi, five, Mississippi. Yeah, that guy. Hate that, that guy. Cl- Clowney just didn't try. <laughs> he was going back to the South Carolina days where he just did not care. And was just like, nah, I'm good this game. <laughs> Some could argue that he never cared. True. He only <laughs> cared that one play against Michigan. <laughs> and the play that he strips sacked Tyler Bray in the it was end a bl- zone. No. And it was no, a no, blown no. call, that one play. Yeah, they called him down, didn't they? Hot take, he was offsides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, what, what happened to that play? Did a guard pull? I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, so. No, Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan was the left tackle in that play, and 
It was a guard. Um, was from it Michigan? No, it was it was a guard. It was a tackle and tight end, and the tight end, the tight end thought um, Taylor Lewan at tackle was going to be with him, but he wasn't. And <laughs> so, in other words, the tight end thought tackle had it. Tackle thought tight end had it, and so that. <laughs> inevitably comes to that was a great breakdown <laughs> my my question is is how a guy like Jadavion Clowney goes unaccounted for on any play ever love it like he should at least have to beat one guy mm-hmm. nah, that's my take yeah that's my take do you uh Chad do you want to stay on for a jumbotron sure what are we doing uh rules that you need to see changed most in sports any sport any sport. Any sport. Wow. I'll give you time to think about it because we'll, we'll start it off. My first one is, this is our Jumbotron. Rules that we – Landon actually tweeted this out on uh, Tuesday. Rules that need to be changed in, in sports. Um, and my first one is a popular one. Um, and it goes for two sports. So this little twofer. No sport should ever end in a tie. It's the sure. dumbest thing ever. Yep. So NFL needs to be fixed. Yeah. Soccer. I hate soccer. It's Fix. the worst sport ever. <laughs> it shouldn't be allowed to be in and a top. I love soccer. But here's my fix for NFL. I have a fix for soccer, but I won't even bother you all with that. Um, so NFL, it's, it's this simple. A lot of people want to see it go to college overtime rules. Nope. I think NFL overtime rules in terms of playoffs where they play real football until it ends is fantastic. So I think you should be able to win on a field goal after the first possession. Like, you know, one team can't win on a field goal in their first possession. But I think in regular season, because you don't want to see the game go on forever, Chad's going to like this. It should be like hockey. So you play one quarter of normal football. No winner after that. You go to college from the 20-yard line, and you end it there. Because someone's going to kick a field goal. It's going to eventually end. So that's how you get rid of ties. It's that easy. Fix it, NFL. Fix it, Goodell. Be the commissioner we all need you to be. And, like, overtime just isn't that interesting. I... I, 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 like, it's just, like, in the NFL, compared to college, it's just not that. Because it's usually teams that it's pretty low scoring. Yeah. So, it, it takes forever to finally decide a winner anyway. And then it could end in a tie. Yeah, I just don't think it should be able to end in a tie. I like hockey's. The, so, the way, the way hockey sees it is that someone should win on a true hockey play. Mm-hmm. And that's how I think football should be, too. Yep. Except for regular season when you need the game to end. Yep. Is that right, Chad? They play one period in the regular season, then penalty shootout? Uh, yeah, and then penalty shootout, which penalty shootouts are basically a coin flip. Right. Kind of like how a college football overtime is. How often does a true best team, yeah. or even who is playing be- the best, win it? Depends. What if, what if they put them back to like but, the I mean, 40? I don't know. Would that I make think it there better? is something to be said about, like, I think there is something to be said about the best team not always winning, like, if that makes yeah. sense. No, like yeah, for sure. I, I just think you should try to end it in football fashion. So what I like about NFL overtime is, yeah, they may be playing the field position battle a lot. Like, you're not going to go for it on fourth and ten from your own 40 because then, then they just have to go ten yards to be comfortably field goal range. So you're going to bring your punter out there and try to pin them deep. So then it gets into this field position battle, and then it's just first person to kind of break. It's football. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that more than getting the ball at even the 40, move it 10 yards, and you're at least in field goal range. Now it comes down to a kicker's duel. 
I'd be okay with that in regular season. But playoffs, I like that they play to a winner. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I I'll don't, back that up. I, like this, I just like, like you said, I like points. Points are fun. So I like that, you know, they can just score and score and score and score and score and score. It's like the Italians. Exactly. What's your uh, what's your first rule you change, Landon? <laughs> My first thing. It took me a second to get that reference. <laughs> My first thing is, is targeting. It sucks. It's, it's terrible. It's the worst. And, and not just because, like, targeting. because. Pick. Wait, what? Good pick. Good pick. Um, it's not just because like targeting is just it's up to the officials' discretion, which is dumb anyway. Incredibly dumb. And then it's an ejection. It's a it's an eject like people shouldn't be ejected for a bang bang play. It, it shouldn't be the same. Like targeting is the same degrees of it. Yeah, like basketball. Yeah, and if, if it happens twice, pick. I think we've mentioned this on the show. If it happens. One's a personal foul. You get one warning, and then if it happens again, then you, then you can maybe get ejected. Yeah, you got flagrants in basketball. Go right. off that. It's similar. Yeah, it's a very similar rule. Yeah, I just think that's there should at least be degrees where like, because it, it, sometimes it's pretty clear when it's an accident or, or the the guy on offense lowers his head. Right. But sometimes, but like sometimes i'm just like well that guy doesn't get deserve that that guy doesn't deserve to get ejected for that right we've seen the head on place right and like (laughs) targeting almost gets the same penalty as as the florida player who punched somebody in the face yeah they got they got the rest of that that they basically got a game but that happens in if you get the first play the third quarter you get yeah, ejected. You're out that half, and you're out the next. Well, half. And, it, and it's dumb that you can do it the last play of the game, and you only miss the first half of the next game. Right. In terms of being fair to all the, it, it's dumb. Yeah. So, the whole targeting, yeah. everything that surrounds the targeting rule is just stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's just stupid. My number one overall pick will be offensive holding. I think it should be five yards instead of ten. 10 yards is such a drive killer. You get, you get holding on, you get holding on first and 10 at the beginning of a drive and it then becomes first and 20. And then that's just a drive killer. Like there's, it, I I don't like it because you can, it's a judgment call too. You could call it almost any play. (laughs) You can call it every play. Any referee could be like, all right, you can, (laughs) I think the big thing they look for though is like kind of like, like the play. the blatant the blatant one and then the one that's like at the point of attack like in a run play yeah. like the one that's keeping the tackler from getting there it, it affects the play right yeah so that that is kind of what they're looking for but yeah I agree it, it's pretty pretty stupid so um yeah no the, the thing I am gonna call foul play on there Chad is you're doing ones that personally affect you and I don't like that I don't <laughs> like you making the offensive lineman ones I don't I don't I'm appreciate pandering. that. Yeah, exactly. You're pandering for votes, and we're not about that here, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, my next one. It's the. Uh, it, it's one that I. I don't really have a specific one, but there's. There's just so many dumb golf rules. Like you know how like you know we go out and we we shoot a score and then someone's like well if you played by the real rules you would have dropped like eight strokes because you don't do the out of bounds rules right or the the water hazard rules right it's just there's too there's too many golf rules you can't your ball goes in a divot 
in the fairway. You you have you can't move it out of the divot. That's it's just there are so many dumb rules about golf. Make golf fun again. That's all I'm saying. Just make golf fun. So it's you don't have a specific rule. Just... I just think golf needs to relax. Apparently, until last week, until Rory McIlroy did it, you couldn't even wear a hoodie out there. So I, I, there's just too many dumb golf rules. I feel like that's one of the, it, it's. I feel like it's similar to baseball. There's probably a lot of unwritten. Yeah, yeah, the, the hoodie one was 100. percent Well, some clubs have written rules about it, but it was an unwritten rule. Yeah, but it's just dumb. Get off your high horse. Exactly. Golf. Um, my next one is, is one that, you know, I kind of wanted to get your take on is college basketball and the possession arrow. So you, what do you not like about it? I want a jump ball. I want, I want like, like go back to where we're talking about like a football play. I want a basketball play. Yeah, that's fair. I, I don't, I don't like the switch every single time. I think that's just a dumb rule. I don't like it. I like the jump, the idea of a jump ball. But like I'll, t- I'll tell you what I do love. I love when you see a 5'10 white guy go up and get grab the ball from an All-American or a McDonald's All-American, get him tangled up, and they know that possession arrow is towards them, and the bench goes apeshit for the white guy. I love that about basketball. So I don't <laughs> I know, do too, but I don't know if it I'm could happen to take that away. But it could happen, and the arrow's the other way. <laughs> So then, know, then it's I, a waste. I, I don't disagree. I know. I yeah, Jump ball makes sense. I just don't know if I'm ready to lose that reaction. I don't know. There's, there's something about that exhilarating moment. I get it. Nah, <laughs> but I still don't. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry with Landon. <laughs> Chad, you, thank you, Chad. Appreciate it. I need you to pander to white guys now, okay? <laughs> I need you to do some pandering for me. Hey, it's called it's called sitting on a fence. <laughs> I can sleep on it, on a fence. Oh God! What's your next one, Chad? A post in my mouth. Um, I'm gonna go with. I don't know. I was unprepared for this because I didn't know we were doing. That's fine. That. It's okay. That's fine. You can just listen to ours then. So you can you can go it, your last. If you, one. if you think of one, okay, you think of one, holler at us. Let it, let us know. Uh, my last right, one. Cool. This is for all you baseball people. The designated hitter should be in both leagues. I agree. It is the dumbest. First off, designated hitter absolutely electric. Oh, the yeah. fact that you can bring a guy on in the ninth inning, he hadn't played all game and can hit a walk off home run, or you know he's hit what twice, three times maybe. And he can hit a home run to win the game. That is Great a fantastic so, thought. Pinch hitter? Sorry, sorry. That's what I said okay, two or three okay, times. Okay, gotcha. he, you know, he's he's played, he's been on the field. None. At a min, minuscule amount. He is yet to play in the field. Well, correct. But I just mean he's like barely stepped onto yeah. the actual field. He's been in the dugout dipping the entire game. And he can come on and win a world. Like, it's just, ele- it's an electric field. I agree, I, and I I love that baseball did that this season. Right? Yeah, and it should be a that should be a rule that they keep around. I, I hope that that was a good, and I think they got a lot of good feedback from everybody else saying that that's. It also gets really dumb that in the World <laughs> Series you can do it depending on where you're playing. Yeah, and I feel like it also favors one team who has a guy on their roster specifically to be a designated hitter. So like yes, they could you know the opposing team could do it, but they don't 
they didn't put a guy on their roster to do that. Right. Because they can't use it half the, you know, over half the season. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess they could get prepared if they had foresight, but still, it's stupid. Both mm-hmm. leagues should do it. I agree. I like that. Um, my next one is... See, I had NFL overtime, so I kind of got to think on one as well. I'm sorry. Did, so, okay, so you had NFL overtime, though. My proposed change. Think Roger Goodell should take it or trash it? Yeah, I, I like it. Okay. I See, some people said to start... I like. We all liked your changes. Thank you. I appreciate it, Chad. <laughs> I kind of forgot you were here, so I really appreciate you hopping <laughs> He's in. He's not on the fence for this one. <laughs> so, here, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I think college starts at the 25 now, right? Yes. I think start the NFL even shorter. Go to high school like after. Like, make it a real penalty shootout. Four plays and you're out of there. I'd love that. What I would Okay, th- this is the next one I'd like to see. Kickoffs. I want to see if if you let a kickoff bounce in the end zone. It's live. Yes. And if it goes out of bounds, like if you don't. Well, I don't know about. If you catch it in the end zone and take a knee, you get at like, what, the 25? 25. Make it to 15. Make people want to take it out of the end zone. There, see <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some hits. I want to see some electric plays. <laughs> they changed that rule like five years ago for the exact reason that you're saying. To, they wanted to eliminate those hits. Yeah, but that's <laughs> that you're taking the fun away from football. I, I'm fine with you saying that. I just think it's funny that you're like, I want that rule change back for the exact reason that they changed the rule. And I get like you don't want the wedge. I get that, but like that that's that's like a fun and a lot of people make money. Like in the NFL, being return, a kick returner, yeah. yeah, and you've kind of taken that away. Oh, it's it's hard to get to the twenty five. Have the pe- have the people for the thirty, the kickers, I don't even know where it's at who can consistently kick it out of the back of the end zone, though, made up for that money that the returners used to make. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just thought it was funny that you gave the exact reason the NFL was like, "Yeah, we got to get rid of that rule or <laughs> move it back." Make them kick it farther. So they used to be, I think, kick off from the 30, and now they're kicking off from the 35, like college. I believe. Okay. Yeah, push them back. Yeah, they are. Yeah, push, push them back. back. They also back. made it to where if you catch it and take a knee in the end zone, it goes to the 25? 25. the 20? So I hate – so you can – what I hate, the rule I do despise that got changed too with that, is you can fair catch it anywhere inside the 25 and the ball goes to the 25. Yeah, that's dumb. That's I think that's dumb. Rule. I mean, they're, they're literally trying to take out kick returns. Correct. Without so completely dumb. taking them out of the game, yeah. Yeah, so dumb. Like, just give it to, like, if you're going to yeah. do, if if it's going the way it's going, just give it to them at the 25. Well, and, and what I really hate about that as a kicker, I, I think if a kicker's talented enough to kick it high enough to give his team time to get down there to try to pin them inside the 25, you should reward that. And that team, like you should reward the team that tried to do that, not allow them to fair catch it. Right. So, uh, oh, and uh, so, oh, here's my favorite bonus rule that a lot of people don't know about. It's happened a couple times in the NFL. I've never seen it anywhere else. So, on a punt, if you fair catch the punt, I believe this is right. I'm going to have to look it up. Someone fact check me. My phone's dead, so I can't see comments on Twitter. If you fair catch a punt, the very next play, your team can take a free kick from that spot where your kicker has an opportunity to try and kick a field goal uncontested. So pretty much everyone lines up like it's a kickoff because you go down and cover it in case the ball didn't get there. And your kicker will try and kick it 
for points. I don't know if it's one point, three point. I don't know how many points it is, but that's a rule. In, in what league? In, in the NFL, it's happened. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chad? Have you seen it? I've never seen that before. And when, when's the last time this has happened? No, uh, it happened. No, I don't know what you're talking the about. The most recent time, I'll look it up, the free kick rule. Uh, the most recent time I remember was like the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, like Carson Palmer was still playing quarterback for him. Mm-hmm. What happened? So I, I'll look up the exact rule and read it for you. So it's called a fair catch kick. Um, so let's see. The, okay. So the fair catch kick is considered an obscure rule and is rarely attempted because most fair catches are made well out of field goal range and a team making a fair catch has possession of the ball on a first down. Um, and then the kick must be either a place kick or a drop kick. And if it passes over the crossbar and between the goalposts of the opposing team's goal, it's three points, but the team can return it. The, the returning team can catch and return it if it's in bounds. Gotcha. So that's an awesome rule that I think we need to see taken advantage more often. So it's just a punt through the – it's a punt and a field goal combined? <laughs> so the, so let's say Tennessee – or Arkansas, let's give Tennessee points here. So let's say Arkansas punts to Tennessee and they fair catch it like the 50. The very next play, Tennessee could attempt a free kick so their kicker can get – like a, like a kickoff, can line up a kick and try to kick it through the uprights for three points. Hmm. Huh. I'd yeah. like to see I it. I mean, you'd have to be – you'd have to have a punter punting it to you from, like, the back of the end zone. Right. Well, so I and... think you can decide it after you've caught the fair catch. Like, they don't have to say before the fair catch, hey, we're going to try a free kick after this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, the That's the trick is... Rule. Yeah, it, it, it is, and it's rarely attempted. Um, I don't know the last time it happened in the NFL. The, the trick, though, is is you can't line Why up like a kickoff. Bill Belichick do it this weekend? Yeah, probably. He, he, knows, he probably knows the rule and he's ready. Um, I'd say the trick is, though, is you either have to drop kick it, which is very difficult to do, especially from that far away, or you have to hold it like a field goal. Like you can't put it on a kickoff tee. So it's off the ground from, you know, 60 yards. But the players on the other side are not live, right? Yeah, they They're can't rush like... you. They're standing 10 yards back or whatever. They would Every time I've seen it, I believe they lined up like a kickoff to yeah. set up set up for a return in case it doesn't, in case it stays in the field of play. So I'm watching one right now. This is Tampa Bay and Carolina, and this is relatively recently. I mean, this is – when did they go to Nike? Five years ago? Yeah, something like that. So, this is in the last five years. So, that's probably Graham Gano, right? You said you said Arizona. I mean, Tampa Bay is a red team too. You know, well, Arizona is the second team that's attempting it in the video I'm watching. So, oh, uh, yeah. Right. Ready for stupidity? Yeah, let's do some stupidity. Chad, you, I guess Chad's going to stay along for the whole, uh, whole go-around. Here's the – Fun fact. No, honestly. I gotta eat dinner, dude. I'm starving. <laughs> just eat on the phone. No one will phone. care. No one. Will, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, just eat in the microphone. Oh, yeah. Pod, everyone loves listening to podcasts of people eating. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chad, dude, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll have to get you here live uh, again one day. The last time you did it, we were live. I don't even think we did video then, though. Was it? That we didn't long have ago? the chairs. We had a the casting couch. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, we did have the casting couch. I don't think we had video. Yeah, what to bring on? And we've already doxed you, so we might as well put you on video. <laughs> Man, who cares? All right, dude. We really appreciate oh, it, though. Had fun. Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. See you, dude. Anytime.
You want my hot take? See you, boys. See you. Chad just got engaged, too. Yeah. Congrats, oh, man. I hate that we didn't mention that. Um, all right. Stupidity. Stupidity. I don't. I mean, I'm sure I could pull plenty from Twitter today. Oh, if yeah. I wanted to. I had to stay off Twitter. I, most I, of the unfortunately, day. let me see if I've got my screenshots in my computer. But I, I mean, I, I don't know of any off the top of my head. I'm sorry, guys. So Vanderbilt. Is my that makes sense. One. That that makes sense. Building a brick by brick. So the oh the basketball program. Yeah. What a terrible name for basketball. Like brick terrible thing for the basketball brick. program to say. Stackhouse yeah. era. Hashtag anchor, anchor down. They deleted it. Smart. <laughs> smart. But yeah, just come on. That is smart to do, but at that point you're kind of admitting that like yeah we're idiots. So we're, maybe just and we're terrible. Maybe just ride out that wave, guys. Just yeah. ride out that wave. It won't last long, I promise. That's good. Did you find any? No, I'm going to sit this one out. My photos are loading. But... I got one more. And that's uh, AE Stats. Austin East Stats. Oh, no. They put oh. Final Northview Academy 28, Austin East 7. There will probably be one more game for this senior class next week at Sequoia High in Madisonville, Tennessee. They just admitted, like, they had no chance. <laughs> they just owned up to not making the playoffs? Yeah. I was like, man. Could, like, was it statistically possible to make the playoffs, though, after, like, if they had beaten Sequoia? Sequoia, I think, is their playoff game. Oh, that's their playoff game. Yeah, I think so. No, no, no. They're done. Oh, they're done? They're done. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. Okay. I think he's done, though. I thought I remember a player tweeting something about it. Uh, I do have a stupidity. I've got the picture. I'll try to share it with you guys. Um, Dare Dooley. I found a football uh, going through some old stuff. I found a football signed by Derek Dooley. He signs his D's backwards. That's weird. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I couldn't figure out who it was. I was like, who signed this football? Took me forever. Finally realized it was Derek Dooley. I, I don't understand it, and I don't know if I ever will. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get AE went 0-10. Oh, yikes. Did not realize that. They, yeah, so I guess they were just ready to be done. <laughs> like, yeah, um, we're going to call this one, guys. Uh, okay, still working on – I really want you all to see this one because maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you all go, Caleb, that's not that bad. Uh, we understand what it means. It looks like a J. So I was like, Jack? Julie? <laughs> I don't know. It took me forever to understand. Took me forever to get. Finally figured it out, and I was like, I, t- I actually tweeted it out. Did you see it? Yeah. Chance? Yeah. So you've seen it, right? So it looks it, absurd it, to you. Yeah. It does Did not you look notice like that it was backwards? Days. It just like it doesn't look like these. Like I could just couldn't read it. If you wouldn't have told me it was Derek Dooley, I'd have you no had clue. no clue. You'd no have clue to decipher it, it like I did. Yeah. You're welcome for gifting you that knowledge. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely one of the weirder things. Um, I, and my brother made a good point. He said, Derek Dooley would probably like act like he had like a good reason to do it. He'd be like, I mean, that's, you know, that's how they, that's how we do it wherever. That's how we do it in Georgia. So that's, that's how my dad's, that's how Vince signed it. Um, dude, he's just a weird guy. Yeah. Apparently, um, talking to, uh, someone who played for Derek Dooley. Apparently, if, he, if he'll ever come on and share some stories, I think he might one day, so that'll be a good one. Apparently, he walked in to – here you go. I'm, I'm showing you guys this picture right now. Apparently, so Derek –
Gary Dooley is probably technically smarter than me, but that's <laughs> not <bad>. with that <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah, I was when he told me that, I was like, oh, there's more. There's more than 30 million people in China, right? And he, yeah. And I asked, he was, yeah, I think uh, somebody said that to him, and he was like, maybe. <laughs> sure. Dude, Damn it's, it's amazing. It, I, the dude's crazy. I mean, we knew that, it's I guess. so bad. It's nuts. Nuts. That was, yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I mean, think about, the, think about the things he's probably said to that team. Because of the things he said in the press conference, you're like, I can imagine some of the absolute crazy things he said. To oh, the yeah. Team. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's all I've got. He's losing his mind. <laughs> 30 million people in China are asleep. They don't even know you lost that game. <laughs> like, I feel like most China people don't, like, they didn't watch the Music City Bowl. Not only do they not. <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing how, how dumb he is. Yeah. Why do you say, like, there's 30 million people in the United States that... I don't know. Because there, there'd probably be also more than 30 million in the oh, United yeah, States that didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, why even start... I don't know. <laughs> what went through his head Don't like... try to... You're trying to figure it out, and that's yeah, the dangerous part. Yeah, you can well, never figure it out. I'm just like... He thought that in his mind. He's like, oh, yeah. This is what I should say. I just feel like he's like, this is going to make everybody feel better. And everyone's so confused it did. I mean, I guess it did. They got, it got their minds off of it. They got their minds off of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There was, I, I want to point that there was some players in that meeting that were just like, you know, he's right. <laughs> he's dang right. <laughs> you know, there was. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there were. Oh, I'm God. sure. Unfortunately, there were. Guys, we appreciate y'all listening to the show. We really do. We want to thank Chad again for hopping on. Uh, always have a good time uh, talking sports and gambling and all that good stuff with him. Uh, Tennessee at Arkansas this week, seven thirty, seven thirty kickoff, seven thirty. Um, so a little, little late game. That'll be that'll be good. After dark, SEC yeah. after dark, <laughs> baby. After real, it's real dark now at seven thirty. Yeah. Um, but we will uh, we'll be here Saturday again. Uh, it'll be an early time. We'll, we'll go live before noon with our around noon with our keys of the game. So make sure you're looking for that. Um, other than that, guys, we'll be back Sunday too. Play the young guys and bet the over, pound the over. <laughs> We're bringing the boat in and we out.